The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. All right. Welcome to the Dave Conklin program on AM 920 KVC. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave. He finally is getting to realize his dream to go see the Eagles. So good good for him. Good yeah, this is like his third attempt, right? Yeah, I think so. So this is why I'm sure he's just going to explode. But I hope everything's going well with you. Can you imagine we're going to have snow here? We're going to look and see that white stuff and wonder what it is. So that's kind of, that is kind of exciting. Before we start with my guests, I, I want to give a disclaimer. I want to mention that... Um, this is not an advocacy for drinking spirits, okay? I'm always on the lookout for what, what, what may be a, an interesting program topics, and this company is unique, and I thought uh, an interesting topic, whether one drinks spirits or not, filing into what, uh, uh, you know, maybe a bit of information sometime around in a conversation. But I do now want to introduce Andrew Veal. Andrew Veal is the Central Coast Senior Market Manager for No excuse me, no Sostros Tequila in Mescal. And welcome to AM 920 KBC, Andrew. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me on the show. Excited to be here. Yes, yeah. And um, I was so impressed with uh, when I met you and, and took a little taste of uh, of your product. I want to, uh, I have to say it uh, slowly, no Sostros. It's, it's N-O-S-O-T-R-O-S. And it has kind of an interesting story. Can you give us a real recap on, a brief recap on, on how this brand started just not that many years ago? Yeah, yeah I would love to catch you up. So... Nosotros Tequila was started by Carlos Soto and Michael Arbanias as a senior project out of Loyola Marymount down in Los Angeles. Okay. Well, they seem to have taken it because it's a it's a relatively uh, new company. I mean, I saw that they hit the market in 2017. The spirits industry is so competitive against the big guys. Was there anything that helped to pivot the company and get it noticed? Yes. Yeah, so, great question. Um, again, yeah, this is such a, uh, a, a an industry that it seems like every day there's a new celebrity brand popping up, and it was one of those things that we needed to do something different to stand out and really showcase our brand. And so what really truly makes us unique is we are a 50-50 blend of highland and lowland agaves. Um, and we can we can kind of d- dive into you know what what makes each one of those the highland and lowland agaves um, unique and, and gives it its flavor profile. But uh, it would it's it's with that. Um, I'm going to cheat a little bit and but didn't didn't the company win some competition or something that yeah. Uh, yeah. So our first year to market 2017, we entered our blanco, the only skew that we had into the San Francisco World Spirit Competition. The San Francisco World Spirit Competition is 
one of the highest regarded um, competitions in the industry. So judges will not know anything about the brand. They don't know uh, price points. Um, so it's, it's a very white glove, and you can't buy awards. It's just it's a very very um, respected um, competition. And so we entered our blanco, and lo and behold, nosotros um, won double gold, world's best, best in age blanco, and best in show. And so to receive a double gold, um, it has to be a unanimous decision by every judge uh, uh-huh. to give you a gold. And so. That really uh, gave us the credibility to hit the market. Um, Carlos and Mike, you know, as 21-year-old kids uh, just out of college, was, was a little bit difficult um, hitting the market uh, and just getting people to actually try the product. Um, so it was, a, it was a little bit tough um, in the very beginning. And so we were instructed or, you know, uh, our mentors kind of, pointed us in the direction of entering the San Francisco World Spirit Competition and just hoping that we would come out with any sort of award to help showcase our brand. And lo and behold, we, we won double gold world's best. So that was that we call our game-changing weekend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I could imagine uh, because the other companies are so large. And again, everyone, I want to restate, I'm not advocating go out there and drink tequila, but it's really amazing. Here are a couple of young guys uh, out of college, and uh, uh, it was a college project. They entered a competition against all the all the big companies and, and ended up winning double gold. But I will admit, you know, I met I, I met Andrew at a tasting, and uh, it was it was really smooth. And so, you know, back at one time in my life, when we would do um, Jose Cuervo, and you know it just ooh, you know get the shakes, and 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 yours is like, oh, boy, that tastes pretty good. Uh, Things have changed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so what is it that that is the difference in, in harshness? What is it about? Re- yeah, really good question. So there's a few few things that um, I'll touch on that that really helps um, give us just a quality product, and so. First off, what really makes us unique is being that 50-50 blend. Um, so there's two different areas or two different environments that you would harvest your agaves from. Highland agaves, um, it's a very sun-stressed environment. So the plant is just fighting for nutrients. And so ultimately, the more stress your plant is under, the more sugar content it will receive. So those highland agaves are netting us uh, the, the citrus and uh, the, those sweeter notes, um, whereas the, the lowland agaves that grow in the Valley of Tequila, they're getting all the water runoff from the mountain ranges. There's a lot more shade in the area, and there's a, a volcano that's put a lot of minerals back into the soil. So those same plants are going to bring you uh, a more earthy, herbal, peppery um, finish. Uh-huh. And so most tequila companies are going to harvest from one region or the other. We are a 50-50 blend. And so what you get is a very well-balanced Blanco, um, you get some citrus, you get some herbal, and it appeals very well to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's interesting to me that production is in, there is a town, Tequila, Mexico. Uh, I, I checked and I saw that Jose Cuervo is also produced in Tequila, Mexico. Is the, tame, uh, is the town named that because of the conditions to make tequila? It actually had to do with I believe the soil, um, it had something to do with like the rock or the soil that, that, that they named it after, but backing up just a little bit, um, to be called tequila, you have to be made, um, 
specifically in Mexico, there's uh, a few regions that, that you're allowed to produce out of. Um, most most common would be Jalisco, Mexico. But uh, to be called tequila, you there's certain regions that it must be produced out of. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that's like uh, true champagne has to be produced in Champagne, France. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Huh. So it's very, very regulated uh-huh. um, as far as tequila. Huh. Mezcal, a little bit more wild, wild west, a little less restrictions. But for tequila specifically, um, very, very few regions that you can produce it out of. Uh, well, that's, uh, you know, it, it seems that uh, some of the other companies might get a clue and realize that they shouldn't be harvesting all in, in one area, but I guess people are used to doing the shake and shiver with uh, with those other brands. <laughs> you know? We're trying to turn things around. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody, you just joined us on, uh, Dave, you did just join We're on the Dave Conklin program on AM 920 KVC. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave today, and we're talking with Andrew Veal, and I'll, I'll try to say it the way he does. Nosostros, something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. It's better than Nosostros. Um, tequila and mezcal. I've got a bunch of questions in a short time, so we're going to take a quick break. And everybody come back. We're going to find out a whole lot more about tequila and mezcal. Tequila. <laughs> Good song, Greg. Good song. Everybody, welcome back to the Dave Cosman program on News Talk 920 KVC. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave while he's off with the Eagles, finally. And our first guest here is Andrew Veal with Nosostros Tequila. And again, I want to say not advocating that you go out and drink, but if you do like tequila every once in a while, this is really a a, a big difference. Um, Andrew, a couple of quick seconds. Uh, what's the difference between tequila and mezcal? That's a great question, Gary. Thank you. Um, so tequila uh, is only going to be produced from one type of plant, which is Blue Weber agave. Main thing, and we are cooking our agaves above ground. So for nosotros specifically, we cook our agave for 60 hours in a brick oven. Now, mezcal we're going to have upwards of 50 different agaves to choose from. So we have more agaves that we can use to produce our mezcal, so more flavor profiles. We have more regions that we can produce it out of. But the main difference is that our agaves are going to be cooked underground. So essentially you have a a big hole in the ground um, lined with river rock or volcanic rock, something that will withstand high heat. All your agave is going to go inside of that hole, and then they take rocks that have been essentially baking in a fire, place them inside of that hole, and, it, and your, your hole is sealed off. Um, and so for up to a week, you know, five to eight days as your agaves are cooking, no smoke is going to escape. And so naturally, um, with a mezcal, you will get uh, an earthy um, kind of campfire smokiness to it. Oh. Okay, but okay. So then, that's where the difference lies is is uh, is perhaps in the taste. Um, I do want to mention, and again, clarification: I'm not advocating go out there and whatever. But if you do, um, have you guys got local distrib- distribution here in the city? Yeah. yeah? Um, so um, those those that are looking for for a bottle, um, Albertsons, Vons, Bedmo. Um, if you're in my close by. Um, there's Total Wines. We've got um, Last Chance Liquor and Arroyo Grande is carrying it. Um, 
Yeah, so all the major mm-hmm. retailers, you can find us. And mm-hmm. you can also order on our website, nosotrostequila.com. Uh-huh. Um, we have, we've got a shop, we've got hats, we've got gear, we've got bottles, everything that you can need um, on our website as well. Mm-hmm. And... I will mention, uh, last week I went to the Siren, and my official girlfriend uh, ordered a little little bit of it, and they had it at the Siren. So, uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, they have, so They're huge supporters of us, so that, that's great. Um, they're really good people over there, good friends, and just an awesome vibe. Yeah, no, they, that is a, a it, it really is a, a good place. Um, just as a side little tribute thing, it's so interesting to me, the history of different foods and how they evolved. Do you have any idea how tequila was invented, discovered? So, I mean, it dates back to the Aztecs. Um, they were using, uh, it was called polque, and essentially it was almost like a, what you would consider a beer made from um, the agave plant, and that was kind of, uh, the start of it, but it is it is one of the oldest spirits. Um, it has been around for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. And so here's another question that inquiring minds want to know: <laughs> There used to be worms in tequila. You get a bottle of tequila to be a worm in it. Do you know what that was about? Was that some kind of tradition? So or the something? worm. What what I've heard um, is that maybe one like a worm from the plant got got into the bottle. Um, it essentially turned into kind of kind of like a gimmick as to like helping yeah. sell bottles was it just turned into like kind of the uh-huh. just to help sell. It was kind of one of those things that it just it happened and and truly I would stay away from something that has a worm in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because don't, Terry, I... don't drink a, a <laughs> bottle of, of tequila with a worm in the bottle for me, please. Because by the time you get to the end of the bottle, you're going to drink the worm and not care. And that's, yeah, that, yep. that is not uh, that is not a good thing. Uh, so typically, you may- uh, cheaper mezcals will have that, um, but that's you know that's just what we've heard in the industry. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a weird practice. I'm glad that you guys don't do this. Um, if you did, we don't. No, if you did, just so happen to push those radio buttons and join us on News Talk 920 KVC on the Dave Congolin program. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave, and we are with Andrew Veal, and he is the Central Coast Senior Market Manager for Nosos. Nosostros uh, tequila, and again, not advocating, uh, but um, if you're inclined to try spirits every now and then, uh, this is a uh, this is a, a good one to try. In, in basic layman's terms, you mentioned um, the underground uh, and and above ground. Um, is that something that is unique to your company to process it or distill it, whatever the proper word would be? Have some uh, above ground and underground. So to make tequila, um, we've got a few different ways that we can cook our agave. Most traditionally will be the brick oven, um, and that's going to net you the best flavor, uh, but it also takes longer, whereas you can use an autoclave, which is essentially uh, a big stainless steel cylinder that you can cook your agaves at a very, very high heat for a short amount of time. But you're not going to get as quite of a great of, uh, as good of a product. Um, then there's a diffuser, which essentially is like chemicals that are going to uh, get the juices out of the agave. Um, you're, you're not even really cooking it. I would steer completely clear of anything that's using a diffuser. Um, traditionally, brick oven is going to be your best bet, um, but mm-hmm. that is that is how we do it. And to make mezcal, uh, that is 
it is cooked underground. That is that is the only way to do it. Huh. So then there are different ways to make tequila. Yeah, there's different ways to, to cook your agaves for tequila. Um, we stick to the most traditional way, and that is going to give us the, the best product. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I thought that tequila came from cactus, but obviously I was... I was wrong. Is there any type of tequila that comes from cactus? So it's only going to be from Blue Weber agave plants. That is okay. the only plant um, that you can use to make tequila. Uh-huh. Huh. Now, I guess I would love to share a little bit about a Blue Weber plant. Um, it's a plant that takes five to eight years to mature, and they can grow um, you know, a, a, up to a couple hundred pounds. Um, the only thing is nowadays the average agave is pulled within three years and and sugars and additives are being added back into the tequila to offset those practices and so this is something that i would, i really want to share is that nosotros tequila is 100 percent additive free so what that means is every step of the way along our process we we essentially don't cut any corners um we don't need to put any additives or caramels or colorings or anything into our product to give it flavor because we are every single step of the way we're doing things the correct way and the traditional way and we're, we're not cutting any corners so we don't need to use additives in our product to offset that mm-hmm. and that's something nowadays that more and more people are starting to take notice to um is you know is, the question pops up a lot are you an additive free brand Yes, and um, Andrew, we're uh, getting down here to uh, our last minute, and I do want to uh, acknowledge the things that the company is doing, uh, sustainability, uh, using recycled glass, uh, which is, uh, I, I think, is a very big deal. Uh, and um, I know the the one plan is 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 women women uh, ran or women I, I, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. our yeah. master. To- Distiller Sitlala Uvalde is one of the only female master distillers in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was something you know very important and to us. To, I got to so. jump in, bud. I got to jump in because I want to mention we've been talking with Andrew Veal Nosostros N O S O T R O S Tequila and Mezcal. Um, if you're so inclined to try distilled spirits, give this a try. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us on the Dave Congolin program and. Uh, Good luck with the future. I'm sure you guys will be doing great. You're listening to News Talk 920 KBC. We're going to be right back. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Wazy. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.